Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Temporary tents go up for asylum seekers being bused to New York City. We have to make sure we get the support that we need. I'm Sean Adams on Randall's Island. New York asks an appeals court to continue a gun ban in Times Square with the mayor set to sign two related bills. I'm Marla Diamond in Times Square. The FBI says the NYPD skipped out on reporting city crime data now could lose millions in grants. Yankees turn to Garrett Cole to start the playoffs. Game one of the ALDS against the Guardians tonight. Plus, we'll dip into the archives for our WCBS News Radio 88 seconds and sound straight ahead. Good morning. This is Tuesday, October 11th. I'm Mac Rosenberg. And I'm Paul Bernane. Craig Allen says simple and sunny today with a high around 70 degrees. Well, the city is trying again when it comes to a humanitarian relief center for migrant asylum seekers bust here from the south. WCBS reporter Sean Adams is near the new location. That'll be Randall's Island. Sean. Yes, New York City will care for and comfort asylum seekers being bused from the border by Republican officials down south. It is a temporary solution to cope with the humanitarian crisis. A tent city, a relief center, going up right next to Icon Stadium here on Randall's Island. Migrants now account for 20% of the people in the New York City shelter system. Over the weekend, 1,800 arrived. Mayor Adams. To receive those large numbers, it's a strain on our system, and we, we have to make sure we get the support that we need. The mayor is pleading for federal assistance. Here on Randall's Island, single men will have a bed, a shower, three hot meals a day, phone and computer access as they try to decide where to go next. Paul, Mac. And Sean, there is still plenty of pushback about the location, right? Yeah, this has been a back and forth. So the relief center was originally planned for the large parking lot at Orchard Beach, but uh, that is uh, right at water level pretty much. It was uh, uh, There was a flooding concern there, and uh, there were some other uh, concerns about uh, access to public transportation and this and that. So uh, the spot uh, was, was moved here to Randall's Island. Uh, there are concerns here as well. Uh, when you drive around by Icon Stadium, there are yellow diamond signs that say the road may flood. So uh, we know that the Harlem River goes right past Icon Stadium. Flooding concerns here. Also concerns about access to public transportation. There are some members of the city council. They would much prefer to see uh, vacant hotels used. But for now, the mayor is pushing ahead with the tents.
Sean Adams there near Randall's Island. The legal back and forth continues now over New York State's gun carry law. Now State Attorney General Tish James is trying to keep a ban on guns in Times Square. WDCBS reporter Marla Diamond joins us this morning from Times Square. And Marla, we know that ban was ruled as a violation of the Second Amendment just last week. Right, Mac, the legal battle between New York and gun owners began after the Supreme Court's decision in June, effectively striking down the state's tough concealed carry permit laws, making it much easier for average citizens to apply for a permit. State lawmakers responded, gun owners sued, and scored a victory last week when a judge issued a temporary restraining order prohibiting the state from enforcing the new laws. Letitia James, the state attorney general, last night asked for a last-minute stay before the judge's order goes into effect tomorrow, defending the new laws, saying the common-sense gun control legislation is critical to New York's efforts to reduce gun violence. Mac and Paul. And Marla, that's the state level. What is the city doing about this today? Well, at 9 o'clock this morning, Mayor Adams will sign two city council-crafted bills, one deeming Times Square a sensitive area where guns would be prohibited. The other sets the boundaries of the Times Square area from West 40th Street to West 53rd, <coughs> excuse me, between 6th and 7th Avenues, parts of 9th Avenue, and the Port Authority bus terminal on 42nd Street. Marla Diamond in Times Square this morning. Now to our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen. Going to be pretty nice today. It is, and tomorrow too. So we've got two more great days to come along. Yesterday was pretty nice itself, and today's high will be up around 70. It is cool this morning, though. It's a jacket, a light jacket, sweater type of situation, standing outside waiting for a bus but uh, or train. Uh, but uh, 70 degrees for this afternoon. And then tonight, 55 in the city, 40s again, 40s to near 50 in the suburbs, warming right back up to another 70-degree day tomorrow. However, Thursday will be a cloudy, humid day with showers developing and possibly even some thunderstorms. Some of that rain could be heavy later Thursday and into part of Thursday night, and the high will be near 70, clearing out on Friday. Right now, it's 52 for the city, humidity 71%. Craig, a vigil yesterday for a murdered high school basketball player, East Orange New Jersey, 16-year-old Latrell Duncan was killed back on October 3rd last week. His grandmother, Pamela Corton, says she can't sleep at night. Latrell's job was to bury me. Mm. I'm not me. The worst thing I did last week was to pick out the coffin for him. Do you know how that feel? Her and others of the service, including Duncan's father, calling on President Joe Biden and Congress to do something to stop the flow of guns. The NYPD is not following the FBI's rules when it comes to reporting crime data. Police departments are supposed to start using a more detailed crime reporting system. FBI's been warning the NYPD about that for the last six years, but apparently they didn't get the memo. The NYPD failed to report city crime numbers last year and as a result could lose out on millions in grants from the FBI. The FBI has given the NYPD now till June to make up that reporting. And that familiar October sleep deprivation is back for Yankees fans, isn't it? They begin their playoff journey tonight at the stadium, Game 1 of the American League Division Series against the Cleveland Guardians. The Yankees will turn to Garrett Cole on the mound in Game 1. It's always special, I think, uh, anytime somebody gets selected to um, lead a team into battle. And I think what comes with that responsibility is preparedness, poise, and... Um, 
to be on the attack. The Yankees won the division, led by Aaron Judge in the American League record 62 home runs, but there's a chip on their shoulders. They've gone home early in each of the last five postseasons. Cut your Yankee friends a break when they come to work looking like basset hounds in the next couple of days. And if you're planning to be in the Bronx tonight, you've got uh, plenty of transit options. The 4 and D trains will have express service to the game and additional trains after every game. There's also Metro North, which will have extra service on the Hudson, Harlem, and New Haven lines after every game. On the ballot this November here in the city will be three questions for voters about racial equity. First, New Yorkers will vote on whether to add language to the city charter, saying the city must correct past and continuing harms and revise laws to promote justice and equity. Another question asked about creating a city agency to lead the planning process for that equity. The third question would create a true cost-of-living guideline, which would dictate certain policy decisions on things like housing, food, child care, and transportation. It's the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Good morning on this Tuesday. I'm Mac Rosenberg. And I'm Paul Murnay with your three things to know this morning. Number one, New York City is building a new humanitarian relief center for migrant asylum seekers. This one's on Randall's Island, and it should be ready by the end of the week. Number two, President Biden says the Russian strikes in Kiev Monday had no military purpose and that the U.S. will continue to hold Vladimir Putin accountable for, quote, atrocities and war crimes. Number three, it's Prime Day in October. Amazon is having its second discount deals event of the year beginning today in an effort to entice shoppers with tighter budgets this coming holiday season because of inflation. Up next with Wayne Cabot this morning, our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for October 11th. Early reports possibly of an airplane flying into a building. Your first thought is going to be it might be some sort of terrorist attack. And then all of a sudden she heard a big... 2006, the Upper East Side. And I remember we said on the air, we don't we know exactly, exactly what, happened. what happened here, but we're going to find out for you. Then the information came in. The aircraft has a registration pending to Mr. Corey Lytle. One of the best people I've ever met in my life. We're incredibly saddened by this news. Yeah, he has been flying planes for only about eight months. And it was banking very sharply to the right, which seemed very unusual for me. As a private pilot, I did know something about flying an aircraft. And right away, I was able to, to lend a little bit of experience. I figured out pretty quickly that trying to make a U-turn, a 180-degree turn over the East River, when there were some pretty strong winds blowing in from the east, that was going to cause some trouble. And as it turned out, that's exactly what happened. Pilot error was the cause. Steve Scott recalling one of our first days on the air together. And in a bizarre twist, Kathleen Carana was on her way home when the plane hit her high-rise apartment, the engine landing only a few feet from her bed. The same woman who was hit by a light post, knocked into her by the cat in the hat balloon at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and spent a month in a coma, had now lost her home in this tragic incident. Ladies and gentlemen! On our TVs in 1975 and still on today, the very first Saturday Night Live. The first guest host was George Carlin doing his famous football-baseball comparison. In football, they have the clip, the hit, the block, the tackle, the blitz, the bomb, the offense, and the defense. In baseball, they have the sacrifice. This is October 11th. 
Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.